Good morning. It's Thursday, February 18th. I'm Duarte Geraldino. And I'm Shamita Basu. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them. It's not over for Texas. Parts of the state are still under winter storm warnings. There's more snow on the way, and this extreme cold is triggering a series of dangerous reactions. Millions of people in Texas don't have electricity. They're shivering at home, without heat, and many are running low on drinking water. Some people are risking their lives to stay warm. Here's how one Dallas area woman described it to local TV channel WFAA. I am freezing. I'm wearing sweats, a long sleeve shirt, a fur lined vest, gloves, boots. I'm 74 years old with several disabilities. I'm shaking. I'm so cold. The Texas Tribune has been speaking with people who are doing whatever they can to cope. Some people have resorted to burning their own possessions for warmth, grabbing artwork off the walls and throwing it onto a sputtering fire. One mom told the paper she remembers in school learning about the Great Depression and how people burned money just to stay warm. And she says... She wishes she had the $400 she spent on her monthly electric bill. It would be put to better use if she could burn it to keep her kids warm. And some people are unknowingly taking life-threatening steps to keep themselves and their children from freezing. NPR spoke with a doctor at a hospital where 100 patients were admitted for carbon monoxide poisoning. This is an unprecedented winter event, so desperate times call for desperate measures. These are folks with the best of intentions who are just feeling desperate and trying to get themselves warm, and more importantly, trying to get their children warm. They're resorting to unusual means where they'll bring in a barbecue pit from outside, use their stovetop or use a campfire grill, anything they can do to try to get warm. And through all these mechanisms, we're seeing folks poisoned with a silent gas. You can't see it, can't smell it. A woman and an eight-year-old child both died from suspected carbon monoxide poisoning. A car was left running in their garage to generate heat. And on top of all of this, there's another crisis, water. Water pressure is dangerously low in parts of the state. The Houston Chronicle reports some city hospitals are canceling surgeries. One outpatient facility had to close temporarily. A children's hospital in Austin had to evacuate patients after they lost water, which meant that their boiler wasn't working, so they also had no heat. The mayor is calling on people to conserve water for essential services like firefighters and hospitals. Some 7 million Texans are under orders to boil their water before drinking it. And officials warn the water situation could get worse. The freezing temperatures are also disrupting food supply chains. The Texas Tribune is reporting grocery stores, food pantries, they're all running low. So many Texans told the Tribune after a year of the pandemic, of lockdowns and losses, this storm is just breaking them. One parent of two told the paper she doesn't have the mental energy for yet another disaster. And she said, as a parent, it's the most helpless feeling when you can't keep your kids warm and safe. By Friday afternoon, temperatures are forecast to rise. Sunday is expected to reach 60 degrees. Life expectancy in America has dropped by an entire year. 
That's according to new data from the CDC, which shows the impact of COVID-19 in hard numbers. This latest report also points to clear racial disparities. The life expectancy for Black men in America was cut short by three years. Bloomberg News looks into these numbers. Researchers found Black and Hispanic people are experiencing bigger drops in life expectancy compared to the average. A typical person in the U.S. is expected to live for 77.8 years. This shorter life expectancy goes against the overall trend of longer lifespans that we've seen for decades. Now, we haven't seen a drop like this since World War II. We're also seeing a growing gender gap. Women live longer than men in America. Men are expected now to live to around 75 years old, while for women, it's 80.5 years on average. Most explanations for this drop come back to the pandemic. But it's not simply actual COVID-19 deaths. A higher suicide rate and rising drug-related deaths are also part of this picture. This is all potentially connected to the economic and mental strains of the pandemic that can affect you even if you don't actually catch the virus. When we get to the other side of the pandemic, the job market is not going to look the same. This is how Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell put it in November. We're not going back to the same economy. We're going, we're recovering, but to a different economy. In the different economy he's talking about, millions of the kinds of jobs we're used to are going to be eliminated forever. Yeah, some new types of jobs that support the way COVID has changed our lives are going to be created. But at the end of the day, jobs in certain sectors will be gone for good. To understand why those jobs will be lost, I want to point you to a new report from the McKinsey Global Institute. The Washington Post got an early look at it, and it projects after the pandemic, we'll see 20 percent less business travel and that roughly one out of every five workers may work from home indefinitely. Now, these changes mean there'll be fewer jobs needed in hospitality, in restaurants, retail industries. And again, these aren't temporary losses. These jobs will just stop existing. And then there's automation, the robots. The pandemic pushed us faster in this direction. There are two main reasons for this. During recessions, companies always look for ways to cut costs. And two, the coronavirus forced companies to cut down on the number of employees in workplaces. The Post interviewed this one labor economist who was really, really frank. He said, once a business rolls out robots, they don't go back. And all of this means millions of people will need to find new careers in the years ahead. The head of the McKinsey Global Institute, Susan Lund, tells The Post the country needs more training programs to help people switch careers and get the skills that they need to find new types of work. If everything goes according to plan, at 3.55 p.m. Eastern Time, NASA will have successfully landed a robotic rover on Mars. The Perseverance rover will be the first craft to search Martian soil for evidence of microbial life. But just landing safely will be its own victory. Engineers will have to get through what they're calling seven minutes of terror. Vice describes just how complex this landing is going to be. The biggest obstacle for NASA is the distance between our planet and Mars. Because we're so far apart, it takes seven minutes for a message to get to the red planet from Earth. So no real-time driving. Imagine sitting behind the steering wheel of your car, but not being able to see what's right in front of you until seven minutes after you've passed it. That's how hard this is going to be. 
Oh, I can't imagine how they're going to do this. This involves a parachute. There's rocket power. There's something called a sky crane involved. And by the way, even though there's this delay, things are happening super fast. Perseverance will be traveling 12,000 miles per hour, and somehow it has to slow down to zero to land on Mars's surface. NASA has pulled this maneuver off successfully before. With curiosity, it landed in 2012, but the space agency also had some misses. In 1999, the Mars Polar Lander was supposed to dig for ice in the red planet's frozen caps, but once it got to the planet, all communications abruptly stopped. Yeah, according to NASA, landing on Mars is so difficult, only about 50% of all previous Mars landings attempts have been successful. So it depends on whether you see the glass half full or half empty. If you're interested in seeing exactly how they're going to pull this one off, check out the Vox article. They've got all these cool graphics that bring the mission to life. You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app. And while you're there, check out some of our audio stories. We'll talk with you again tomorrow.